Hi, and welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results strategist. Welcome back to another strategist. 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 Yeah. Strategist. Welcome back to another strategist. A... <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to call up uh, former President Bush and ask him what he calls it. Oh, <laughs> strategist. <laughs> welcome back to another fun-filled edition of the podcast. This is podcast number 369. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, we we have a tip from our previous podcast and that tip is in my notes hidden and that tip is use one CTA on newsletters. Look, when you're sending out a newsletter, you want to keep the focus of the people who actually take the time to even open your newsletter. And since they're taking that time to open and, and absorb your content, give them one action that leads to your primary call to action and hopefully they'll convert. Boom. Please remember, we are filmed live here in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. And Chuck and I, we are your friendly local neighborhood top Top position snatchers. snatchers. And our mantra is... Do not be a douche. Do not be a douche. It is not a... Yeah, we got a great article for you today. Great article. Punch in the face to Nate Dame and the good folks over at Search Engine Land. He posted this article, The Complete Guide to Optimizing Content for SEO. The complete guide. So he got a whole bunch of checks. It's like five steps he has. Okay. And then with each step, he got a few checklists. And so we'll go through the five steps, look at his checkpoints, see if this guy is complete or not. I like it. I think he did a really good job of highlighting some stuff you need to do when really preparing to write the content. Right. He right. talked about a lot of the stuff you do before you even start writing. So I so got to be honest. I'm a little nervous because when you say the complete guide to SEO, I feel like we're going to Well, the complete here. guide to content. <laughs> content. For SEO. Okay. So it's, it's not just SEO. Good. Yeah. Because we, we've we, narrowed it way down. pockets in. We still haven't covered yeah. it all. Yeah. <laughs> and so, now, this is just a complete guide to optimizing content specifically for SEO. Cool. I think we can do that. All right. So, uh, if you're in a position to have some sort of electronic device, go ahead yeah. and tweet now. You Check should tweet you us. Uh, use hashtag SEO podcast. Tag us in it. At best SEO podcast. At eWeb results. That way we can follow you back. Do all of our social and networking stay stuff. Stay connected. Hey, mm-hmm. if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, howdy and welcome to the podcast. You're going to have a have you. good time and you're actually going to get educated yeah. today about the about content, content and SEO and how to properly strategize your SEO for your content. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know the section that we are not going to skip mm-hmm. today. Yeah, I, um, I saw you. I heard you getting tatted. Well, no, no, I didn't get tatted. There's just no shikos. So here's how the contest works. If we get 10 shikos, there's a share, a like, and a follow. That's an eWeb Results branded term for, for social engagement. Psycho. If we get 10 on any one of the platforms that we're going to talk about here in a second, uh, and we get a review, then we skip the section where we tell you how to write a review. Um, we got the reviews. Also, if I don't, if there's no review, if there's no reviews, I get a tear tattoo under my right so eye. So my, my bad, to yeah. the tattoo guy. He must have been. I thought the tattoo was happened. my phone. You heard my phone <laughs> vibrating or something because it's going nuts. I don't know what I upgraded my phone on Thursday, and the best way to describe it is it was not an upgrade. What was the what What's the new name? Lollipop. Lollipop. I think is the new one. Yeah. Yeah. When I go home today, right, because I need to be on Wi-Fi. On the weekend, I'm going to visit my dad. They don't have great Wi-Fi. They don't have great internet. So literally tonight, I'm going to uh, like take it back to factory default and start adding apps. And uh, you know. Yeah, it's sad. If it can, do, can you do that after after so, you've already installed the next update? Right, so that's the, the your, factory default is going to be factory lollipop, right? I think it's I think that's not the case. 
And no. they go to the phone factory originally. Right, I think. So that's what well, I read like somewhere. Marshmallow or something. If you can't reach me all weekend and I show up on Monday and you're like, where have you been? I would be like, I've been around. Yeah. And I will have a new phone in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, here's what we're going to do. How can you leave us a review? Uh, we got a couple of ways. One of them is three simple steps. Go on to iTunes, create an account, and write a review. Hopefully, you'll make that review. Five stars. And it, when you write that review, go ahead and send us an email, podcast at eWebResults.com. Next, you can leave us a review on Facebook. Facebook is nice and easy. Facebook.com slash eWebResults. You'll see the stars. Click the stars. Leave a review. Hopefully, you'll make that review five stars, and it will be off and running. Next, you could go to our G Google My Business page. It's not G Plus. It's our Google My not Business G+, page. Not Google Local. Not Google Local Plus. Not, not Google, Google Places. Local, not Google Places. Not any of that. No, no. It's Google My Business. Yeah. <laughs> and we've made it easy. All you have to do is go to this URL, which is eWebResults.com slash G Plus or slash G Plus or slash Google Plus or slash Google Plus. All of those will take you to actually a search engine result page in front of uh, of us. In front of that will pop up the place where you can leave a review and go ahead and make that review. Five stars. Um, by the way, uh, just make sure you don't have to do eWebResults.com slash G plus or slash G. Like, <laughs> because, you know, somebody's like typing that out. And I got all these G pluses. I don't know why you make yeah. it so complicated. Yeah, it's or means like or. Option literally. A, yeah. B, C, and D. <laughs> um, and then you can leave us a review on Stitcher. I yeah. cannot believe I have not made eWebResults.com slash Stitcher. In fact, I'm going to say it right now. eWebResults.com slash Stitcher will take you to our Stitcher page because I'm going to do it when I get off of this podcast. No more futzing around with it. Just in case. <laughs> Go to any page. You'll find our Stitcher link. Go to eWebResults.com slash SEO podcast to get to our podcast page. You'll see the Stitcher logo. Click the logo. Visit Stitcher. Click write a review. Make sure that review is five stars. And I think that's it. I, I've changed it, swapped it all up. I'm making changes on the fly. Um, we will also tell you the social media platforms that you can shiko us. Again, yes. share, like, and follow. And those are Facebook.com. Share, like, follow, and comment. I don't know how to subscribe. get comment in there yet. but Subscribe to. Yeah, subscribe, and, comment, share, like, follow. Pin. Yeah, retweet. Yeah. All of the There's above. someone really psycho. I think the word is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I'm gonna end up with the word like that, <laughs> and then oh, I just ain't figured it out yet. But it, well, we'll come up with that. Um, and where can I do that? At? Facebook.com slash eWebResults. YouTube.com slash eWebResults. Twitter.com slash eWebResults. Instagram.com slash eWebResults. Uh, LinkedIn.com slash company slash eWebResults. All of those will take you to our profiles on the social media platforms. Please do the needful subscribe, share, like, comment, and follow us. All of that stuff. If you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, by the way, we're in the middle of the potatoes. We're about to get into the meat. I want to let you know. Hang on. It's going to be good. We got it's some news coming up, a couple of tips, and then we'll get to the meat. I think even a review I'm going to read today talks about how he didn't like this part, and then he likes <laughs> this part almost the most. So uh, if you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we are probably looking for you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and leave an audio resume, 713-510-7846. If you would like a free, comprehensive web website profit analysis it's profit analysis you haven't heard that before because because this is we do it um go ahead and go to our website ewebresults.com and click the green button um i'll i'll wait while you go do that (laughs) 
<laughs> Get your free comprehensive website profit analysis. Um, no algo, any algo? No algo cat. No algo. We, we actually had algo cat last time. We have a segment, the favorite segment of the program is called the algorithm cataclysm. We did that last time, so go check out podcast number what three sixty eight. Um, I've got a little bit of news. I got a couple of reviews. Uh, you let's do let's do news. We'll get news out of the way because okay. this is kind of uh, it's sometimes unrelated. And if that's if this will cooperate, so um, Samsung has actually begun production on a foldable dual screen phone. I don't know if you saw that. I mean, you're looking at tech stuff, but it just folds and opens. It still has the crease, and it's it's and they've actually they're doing production like two thousand to three thousand units. Yeah, so imagine. So you kind of like using both phones. Well, imagine both you hinge both together. Yeah, I get that, it. I yeah. get it. And, and you kind of. It might work. It might not work. Well, it depends work on at what all. you're doing it for. Yeah. It could probably be really, really cool for certain times, right? right. And then extremely irritating yeah, and annoying. Like, like, how do I flip it out? And like, oh, I got it. Or Use every time you close it too hard. <laughs> Crack! <laughs> Don't close. You can't close can't pins, pins or marbles in there. Oh, um, yeah, out of there. Kind of cool though. Uh, and Google locks down Google Home. Did you hear about the Whopper? That's that my what your, news. That's your what news? Yeah. Um, my, uh, my. Let's see. I thought I. Had I thought it. that was brilliant, by the way. But brilliant. yeah, that was my what news. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can do both so, of them. It's fine. So we'll throw that into what news. That's pretty good. And then we've got uh, an eight. Year old drives his sister to McDonald's. That was brilliant. And he learned, like, didn't hit anything, didn't crash anything. Like, he got there with his little sister. Like, I wish they would have posted the video he watched. I'm wondering yeah. how good was that video? Okay. That the eight year old was well, so able to learn how to drive on YouTube. Let's be realistic. This is not the first eight year old to hop into a car and literally drive it. He may be the first who successfully yeah, navigated Yeah, I drove my McDonald's. dad's car into a ditch. Right. I was seven years old. I believe I put my <laughs> dad's bug in neutral and it rolled down the hill into the street. And at some point, people were complaining about the bug being in the street. And so then I got, that's when I got in trouble. Um, and they're watching you drive. Right, so what's in a YouTube video that's stronger than... Now, if it was a stick shift, then I'd be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm assuming you had to reverse... Anyway. Yeah, anyway. I was just pleased. Like, dude, I know you can't reach the pedals and the steering wheel and see. Yeah. <laughs> Not at the same time. Like, I, how you, what you did was amazing. You know what I'm saying? So I have a friend who, who's from, from Ecuador, and he used to drive... He started driving a bus. His dad owned, like, a bus company. He started driving it. And he said, in order to change gears, he literally would be driving, would have to, like, duck under the wheel, push the clutch, <laughs> change it, and then pop. Can you see that? Like, your cop's driving by. There's actually nobody driving it because he's, he's changing up, gears. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah. can't see. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then Yext, they did their IPO. They're uh, going to do their IPO. And yeah. it's right around the corner, uh, set to raise about $115.5 million. It wouldn't surprise me that... Ends up being double. Yeah, yeah. I expect them to go that's higher than that initial number. So that's the that's the news I got. You got I got some news? good news. Let's let's uh, let's talk YouTube some more. Right. So um, you know, YouTube Google was already going through a lot of fire about people pulling a lot of ads from YouTube. A lot of big advertisers pulled mm-hmm. a lot of ad dollars from YouTube because their ads were showing next to videos that had bad content. Right. right. Remember that was a yeah couple, that was part of my news uh, mm-hmm. or something. Well, the day a couple few podcasts ago. Yeah. So Google making some changes to YouTube to. Come back there, right? YouTube channels with under 10K views, that's 10,000 views, 
can no longer display ads. Oh, so wow. Google is wrapping up its efforts to ensure ads do not appear alongside questionable YouTube videos. Its latest measure involves blocking ads from appearing on channels with less than 10,000 total views. This is kind of cool, right? At the end of the day, if the video has less than 10,000 views, then it's probably some some underground independent artist, somebody trying to get some exposure. And so frankly, the ads hurt them. Right. Right, yep. little guys. This works well for you because now you don't have to worry about ads really showing on your videos. Right now, at the same time, it prevents you from kind of joining monetization because you have no ads showing on your videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford to do more videos, but that's you know, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. But but I can dig it. Um, I think it's a good move YouTube is making. And besides, at the end of the day, I don't really like ads anyway. Yeah. And so, thank you. The more they go away, the better. Yeah. In general. Dig this. Yeah. Let's talk uh, Instagram for a minute. Right. Now, remember when Instagram rolled out the Instagram stories and they began right. kind of become a Snapchat-like and start building in more Snapchat features? Right. Dig this. Instagram stories now tops 200 million daily users and is now bigger than Snapchat. Instagram's eight-month-old Snapchat clone is now bigger than the original and adds several more new Snapchatty features. Wow. Punching face to you, Facebook. For what you're doing with Instagram and how it's competing. Kicking the shin to you, Facebook, for trying to give my mobile Facebook experience a similar Instagram experience. Yeah, I don't know if you've paid attention to the circles with the stories. Oh, that yeah, you yeah. Do I, that. I didn't know. Like, I'm not, so that's that, the same thing as the Instagram stories. Okay. It's just on Facebook now. And I'm not looking to have the same experience on both platforms. Yeah, I already follow some of the same people, so I see some of the same content. Definitely not looking to have the same experience. Let's keep Instagram doing this Instagram thing away from Facebook. But punching face to you guys for, for doing Snapchat better than Snapchat and yeah. actually beating them at their own game. It just goes to show you don't have to be first to market. You just need some adva- other advantage or just do it better. And, and for Snapchat, listen, learn. Probably should have sold when the opportunity came. Okay, yeah, um, and that's my news. All right, so I've got two reviews here. The first one is from Jeff C. I think we read a review from him last time. Jeff C. Okay, yeah, 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 yep. for whatever. Yeah, Jeff. yeah, um, and it is of course five stars. It says the title is "Results is What It's All About." These guys are the authority. This podcast will keep you up to speed on what you need to know about SEO. If you are trying to win the battle for page one, they can help you get it done. Wow. Dropping bars. Implement what they advise you, or sign up for their very comprehensive website. Audit. Chris and Charles are very helpful. Thanks, Thanks guys. Man. Keep up the great work. Punch in the face to hey. Jeff. I think I got a, got another call scheduled with him yeah, next reach week. Out to him, man. He's awesome. Uh, next is from Marcel. Is mm-hmm. how I'm going to pronounce it, and it is five stars. And it actually, the title of the review is <laughs> five stars. It says highly. Re- I, like, I know when they wrote that, they heard five stars as they're writing yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend because we do ask them to make it five stars, stars. and he made it five stars <laughs> highly recommend this extremely helpful podcast at first I found these guys incredibly cheesy but the information cheesy. yeah I'm, I'm cool with that yeah <laughs> but the information they provide was too valuable for the cheese to put me off 
After about three podcasts, the things that I found cheesy, slightly off-putting, are now hilarious. Keep up the awesome content, Chuck and Chris. Big thanks from down in New Zealand. New Zealand. Punch in the Big. face to you, myself. That's, That's awesome. Listener. You know when it's cheesy and then he uses it in the title? That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's what's cool. up, dude. Punch in the face, in to, face you. to you, man. Really appreciate that. All right. I got a punch in the face. This punch in the face goes to Theodore Bigsby. Theodore Bigby. He hit us up on Twitter. He's at Theodore Bigby. He says, okay, at E-Web Results, hashtag SEO Podcast 313. I know I'm behind, but I'm tweeting because you asked me to. <laughs> You're very persuasive. <laughs> I believe that's like waterboarding is very persuasive, right? Well, punch in the face to you, Mr. Bigby. Appreciate you tuning in Absolutely. and obviously listening. And yeah, if you're at 313, you posted this two days ago. We're at 369. Uh, you should do like a good friend of mine, David Hunter, and listen on hyperspeed. Yeah, he listens. Is it three or four? Oh, it's at least yeah, three. It's at least three. Yeah. He's straight up Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah. listening to. So. And you have a deep voice. To get you Alvin and the Chipmunky, that's like, that's fast. Yeah. Exactly, and that, that's my. I probably already sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks, but that's a that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story. All right, so that is the potatoes of the podcast. It's time to get into the meat, and let's get into the meat. Yeah. So this uh, punch in the face to Nate Dame and the good oh. folks over at Search Engine Land. He posted this article, the complete guide to optimizing content for SEO, and actually included checklist in this. So uh, I wanted to bring this article because I was scrolling through Moz and SEO Journal and marketing land and search engine land and I had 15 different articles and I got down to five and then I got down to this one and the reason I got down to this one is because I think Nate did a pretty good job right. of kind of outlining and strategizing what you need to do for your content uh, when you when in, in, in regards to, uh, to SEO and so he starts off by saying um, just as the wheels without an engine leave you pedaling Content without an SEO strategy can't keep up in a digital marketplace. And just like an engine with no wheels, SEO without content is a shiny machine that goes nowhere. <laughs> Dude, he's totally, totally right. At the end of the day, he's saying either way, if you spend a lot of time writing good content, if you don't optimize this content, then it's not going to get shown. And if you try to optimize some content, but the content's no good, then your SEO efforts are, are futile and invalid. And so, so at the end of the day, content must be optimized. It must be promoted to work and it has to be good and so so let's get into his uh, his complete guide and figure out uh what what these tips are step number one he says um seo your content strategy all right this is step one step one got some t- tips in here he says seo your content strategy he says um an effective content marketing strategy should start with keyword and user intent research once you know what queries your audience is using, what kind of content they're looking for, you can design a content strategy that answers their specific questions and helps move them through the funnel. He's right. You, ha- you, have, to, you have to start with, uh, with understanding what the user is actually looking for. What is their intent? What keywords are they usually searching to find a product or service of your offering? Right? What, what industry jargon may they be searching? What, what urban lingo may they use when referring to your service or your product or whatever it is that you offer? The key is understanding how they search and what they search. And so that way, as you begin writing this content, you can include those phrases. Matter of fact, um, understanding what they intend is so important because if you don't understand the searcher's intent, 
you may begin optimizing for phrases that, that bring a lot of traffic, but they don't engage, they don't convert, uh, bounce rates high, and that's because the phrases you chose didn't have the same intent as the users you need. Matter of fact, he says, based on uh, high quality content, if, you, uh, if you're optimizing your content strategy, he says high quality content is, is based on understanding of your audience. Like, what are they looking for? Who is your audience, right? You have to understand your audience. How do they search? What devices do they search on? Are they mobile? Are they desktop? Do they speak slang? Do they speak proper? Like understand what your audience is and how they communicate so your content can coordinate with them. He says, does your content help the reader complete a specific task? Great question. Like, what are they trying to do? Do you want your people to just read this and leave? Do you want them to read it and take the next click? Do you want them to read it and download something? Read it and sign up? Read them and, and psycho you? Like, what's the objective? And does your content push that objective? It should. He's, matter of fact, speaking of that objective, he says your content should feature an enticing call to action or clear next step. I think that's one of the bigger yeah. problems. <clears throat> Some, we, we too many times, we'll create uh, what Chris like to call the, the end of the internet. Right. right, and so you've created this content, but you had no outbound links. You don't have a clear call to action, and so now that they read this article, what's next? Right, and so so he's saying, give them a clear next step, even if that next step is to buy or right. to or to subscribe or whatever it is. Make sure you identify that. So that was number one. Step one, he said, SEO your content strategy. Step two, two. He says, uh, design good content. I was like, design good content? Nate, that's kind of lame. Didn't what you mean write, by that? Yeah, right? <laughs> no, oh. that's what I thought. He, yeah. did, he really meant design. Design it, yeah. He says, when users are engaged, they consume more content, interact with it, and share it. Right? That's what we've been asking for, yeah. psychos. He says, when they're engaged, they do that. And that's what I added. Good content creates engagement. It just happens. And so when he says design good content, he is, is this content simple and clear and coherent? Right? Is it concrete? Is it emotional? Is it entertaining? Um, is it inspirational? Right. Like, what does this content do to the user? What emotional uh, uh, feeling does it give them? And does that emotion translate into action? <clears throat> Matter of fact, he said if it's going to be really good content, it's written to your audience, not to your peers. Mm. That's a good one right oh, there. Man, I talk to a that. lot of clients we get all the time. who yeah. submit us blog posts and submit us articles like, hey, optimize this and put it on our site, but it's too technical or it's too much industry jargon or it's really written for them and their peers and colleagues and not necessarily for their the, the novice people who are looking. And so you got to dumb it down some. You have to strip out some of the, you know, the the, the uh, uh, five and six syllable words and, 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 and what Yost called it, change the flesh score and make yeah. it a little bit easier to read. And so so is it written to your audience, not to your Is it shareable? Right. Well, people want to read this content and actually click share. Right. Can I read your content and think of somebody who I know could benefit from this and share it with them? I'll tag them in. Can this content be scanned quickly? How many times do you scan a page before you decide to read it? Maybe every time? two, three, you know, like first off, every time, sometimes like two or three times <laughs> exactly. on the same page, like, eh, oh, okay, let me yeah. start reading. How many times have you started reading and then like, okay, let me scan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a I'll scan and be like, okay, this is probably a 90 second read and get halfway through the first paragraph and just start scanning again. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't got time for that. Right. And so, <clears throat> so is, can it be scanned quickly? 
Right. Well, are you using the right subheadings? Are you using the right bold? Are you using the right italics in the right places? Are you using the right spacing? And so when people look at this content, they can scan it quickly and understand that, yes, I do want to read this entire post or yes, this post has what I need or no, this post doesn't have what I need. Or maybe here's where I, what I need is. So let me read that. Part. Let me read that part. Yeah. Exactly. If you got the right subheading, and the right text in there. Then I'll skip those first three paragraphs and get the paragraph for if that's what I need. This is a good one here. Is your content better than the current SERP winners? SERP being search engine results page. So if you search your key phrase that you optimize for and yeah. then you see those organic listings, click the first five of those. See what their page content looks like to compare to the content you're about to post or write. How good is theirs? How bad is theirs? What did they do wrong? What did they do right? And then obviously improve yours. So that was step two, design good content. Step Number three, three. <clears throat> he says, uh, create correct content. Thumbs up yeah, for that one. Yeah. Create correct content. He says, is there anything as unsettling as a typo and an otherwise great piece of content? No, there isn't. And he's right, because I don't care how much research you've done. As soon as I come across a misspelling, or uh, then I, it's the like credibility yeah. just went all the way away. Uh, yeah. Even with big sites, like I was reading articles on ESPN the other day about the uh, MVP matchup, right. and there was a misspelling, and I was like, "Come on!" Uh, <laughs> I, I, I forgot whose article I was reading. It was like, "Come on, dude! Who 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 didn't well, check that?" Dude and editor, right? Yeah, exactly. And freaking spell check or yeah, he said like this isn't a mock-up. This was published live on ESPN.com. It'd be different if this was a draft, you know, and so yeah. you expect that kind of stuff. But he says while there's no evidence at this time that grammar is a ranking signal, it it, it is a UX and credibility concern. UX being user experience, and he's right. Like misspellings, grammar. Etc. They are the fastest way to lose any credibility that you may have. Right. So, so he says this: in creating correct content, make sure it's free of grammatical and, and spelling errors. Let somebody else read it. Let somebody else proofread it. Spell check it. Let somebody else spell check it because unfortunately, spell check won't catch everything. It won't catch wrong use of the word. Of the word, yeah. <laughs> and then, so wrong yeah. use of the word is inherently the wrong spelling. Right. And so it just won't catch that. Are you using links to good and reputable sources? This is about creating correct content. content yeah. So when you think your content you've created and you're giving some numbers and some stats or whatever it is. You need to outlink, outbound link or external link, or link out, whatever you want to call it, to to some reputable right. sources that co-sign the numbers you're indicating. And so that way your article becomes a little bit more relevant. Speaking of relevant, has it been fact-checked? Right? Don't just go quote numbers that you copied from somewhere else and you haven't done the research. Yeah. Because um, according to you know, new algorithm changes we talked about a couple weeks ago, there is a new fact check tag that will show up in the search in Google search for news results. So all news sites, yeah, if this has been fact checked, you want the fact check sign there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so don't be posting fictitious content or, or these alternative facts. Just not a good look. Create correct content. Number four. Number four. He says, check your keyword usage. Good one here. He says, it's true that keyword stuffing is very, very out. It was never cool in the first place. But now, thanks to Google, it's also ineffective, if not dangerous. He said, it's also true that Google is very savvy about keywords. None of that, however, means that keywords are dead. It just means SEO needs to use them better. He's right. Like, at the end of the day, we're past the days of choosing some key phrases and then you target those phrases and you go after those phrases and you write content about those phrases and you build links for those phrases. 
We're past that day. Now, you still should be building links. You still should be including that content, those phrases in your content. But it's really more about key, key phrase topics is what we've been talking about in the office lately. It's about understanding what the primary key phrase is. Right. And then a whole list of secondary key and phrases. And tertiary, probably. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, exactly. Topics that are related to the main key phrase. And then you get a good mix of all of those in the content you're writing. So that way you have your primary phrase, you have secondary phrases, you have your tertiary phrases in there that are all relevant. And that way you're not stuffing and sounding extremely repetitive. You're actually communicating a little bit better. Right. Matter of fact, he says when you're checking your keyword usage, make sure it's not stuffed for the full primary keyword. He says, um, he says, make sure it makes natural use of the keywords and variants. That's what we're talking about, the variants in that content, the different variations of the keyword. Maybe, maybe you know, we use AC repair a lot. I'll use pool cleaning this time. We uh, Shout out to Manning Pools, great yeah. pool cleaning client, uh, Backyard Oasis, waiting on you guys. Anyway. Maybe you maybe you have a page full of content for pool cleaning, and so instead of optimizing for pool cleaning, you may want to include pool cleaning, pool maintenance, pool service, chemical yeah, levels, pool yeah. chemical levels changing, or whatever it is, filter right. cleaning, all the things that associate with pool cleaning, and what you want to optimize that page for. Because, like he said, Google is savvy enough to know that if you're searching for pool maintenance, they know you want cleaning. Yep, just makes sense. And then his last one, number five, number five. he said uh, some technical SEO content issues. I was glad he gave us a section for tech issues because tech issues are a big part of SEO. Yeah. He says most technical SEO factors are site-wide issues that need to be audited and the important ones and the important ones cleaned up before you start trying to optimize content. I, He's absolutely. right right here. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, ding. do not spend your time writing, you know, 800 words, coming up with these headers and titles and great images and rich media and optimizing this if your site's slow, if your page is still don't load fast and, and, and your site map screwed up and everything else. Cause got then, no schema, right? Yeah, because then this content is just not going to rank no matter how much on-page SEO you do. He says make sure that your content loads quickly. Three seconds or less is the target. Yep. That's the target. Make sure you take advantage of that. He says make sure your content plays well on mobile. Right, that's that's more of a technical issue in regards to your theme. Frankly, if it looks right on desktop but looks trash on mobile, you need to address that. Yeah, especially if mobile is a huge part of how your content is absorbed. He says, is this page included on the site's XML sitemap? Right, Better is be. it being dynamically generated? Maybe using a plugin like Yoast or something like that. If not, then you should. Uh, but at the very least, make sure that your sitemap is updated. He says, do you have any internal links that point to this content? You should. If, especially when we talk blog posts, right? Like one of our strategies is, here we go, pro tip. Pro tip. Uh, one of our strategies is when we write blog posts and blog articles that are intended to support one of our target pages or one of our main phrases, then we make sure that that target page has links to that blog post. Why would we do that? Well, because the blog post is new content that just got published. Meanwhile, this target page is already optimized, already ranks, already, already has indexed, link juice, yeah. already indexed for the same phrase that the blog post is supporting. And so by adding a link to the blog post, we inherently direct link juice there. Pro tip. Make sure that you have some internal links pointing to the content. Yeah. And lastly, he got a good one on here. It's kind of another pro tip. He says, are your URLs short? And he's talking about a technical issue. Yeah. He says that top ranking pages have shorter URLs. He did this. Position one URLs average 59 characters. Wow. Thank you, Nate. Didn't know that. And so um, That's cool. 
Yeah, and so you want to make sure that you don't have an, a really, really long URL like pool hyphen cleaning hyphen maintenance hyphen Houston hyphen chlorine chlorine exactly <laughs> hyphen pool net right. You don't you don't want none of that. You want pool cleaning Houston and keep it really short. Keep it really simple. So yeah, you know that's some of the technical issues. He closed out by saying, uh, "Start your SEO content journey by bringing the two together from the beginning." If you're working with a content marketing strategy that did not start with SEO research, start again. <laughs> and I'll leave it right there because at the end of the day, he's right. You must strategize. You must understand what it is you're writing about, why you're writing about it, what you expect to happen after you write about it, before you write about it. <laughs> and so then that way, when you do write about it, you can write, you can publish, you can post, and you can move forward and execute your strategy. Dude, Nate Dane. Punch in the Punch face. in the face to you, man. Great article, the complete guide to optimizing content for SEO. Pretty cool article. I suggest you guys click the link and read it yourself. Really good stuff. I tweeted him while we were uh, while we were going through the meat there. Awesome. All right, so now we got some what news? Oh, I think you got my paper though. What do we got? We got what? News. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is what news goes to. Burger King. Yeah. Burger King. Ironically, it's kind of brilliant what y'all tried. It's actually brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's, kind of, all, yeah. it's kind of brilliant what y'all tried. And Google, y'all kind of suck for, for pulling, for, for flagging Google Home to right. not respond. Right. Which I get it. Y'all had to because it would have went wild and everybody would have been doing it. You know, it was just a tweak to their code, right? Yeah, that just because said. they already had it for their own commercials. Right for their own mm. Google Home commercials, they, they had, had to tweet, hey, when you hear this commercial, ignore it. When you hear that one, so basically, it. what happened was uh, Burger King they tried to hijack Google Chrome, and so in their latest Google ad, Home. Home. yeah, Google yeah. Home, yeah, uh, for their for their for their when their latest ad promoting the Whopper at the end of the commercial, the, the guy says, "Google Home, what is a Whopper?" Right, and the object is to get Google Home. To uh, start responding and telling you all of the ingredients in a Whopper is this, is that, is this, is that. Now, tell you how's it from Wikipedia, right? But dig this. Did you see what what Burger King did? Yeah, uh, maybe. So they the day before they posted the ad, they updated Wikipedia, right? Right, because <laughs> they know it's gonna pull it from Wikipedia. So they went and literally added the phrase "What is a Whopper?" Added all of the ingredients to Wikipedia, so that way when the ad asked that question, it would have the right data. Boom. Brilliant yeah. Burger King. And then other Wikipedias were going in and saying, you know, b- b- made with bug guts and then yeah, we can of change course, it. You know, so that's what Wikipedia does. had to lock it down so that you had to be like a long time registered user in order to make adjustments. Dude, they, so awesome. they got the ad got pulled. The Google well, the ad didn't get pulled, but Google Home blocked it. Wikipedia made changes and and they getting a whole bunch and of we're talking new, about we're it. talking about yeah. it. So they got a whole bunch of new exposure for the Whopper. Good job. Punch yep. in the face to y'all yep. for, for creative marketing. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. That's y'all. not even a what news, like, what are you doing? It's stupid. That's no, like, that's like that's what? what? Good job. Great yeah. stuff. Yeah. I can appreciate the creativity in it. The, the other what news that we have to mention is, of course, United. United and dog. their three-pronged um, r- r- horrible responses to, to what happened. Um uh, you know when they got when they drug the 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 passenger off of the plane 
um, and just not pulling back and saying from a customer service perspective, could we have done anything different? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And so when the answer is yes, you say we should have done it differently. Like this well, is you not know, rocket science. I'm just ashamed that it took for them to lose billions of dollars for the CEO to finally come up and say that. Yeah. He said that well, in his first conference. response wasn't good. No, it wasn't. His second response wasn't good. And then he got a message from accounting. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> we just <laughs> lost $2.5 billion. You know what I'm saying? Need, we need you to make a Go clean this up. And so he got on TV. He says, look, it was wrong. Our bad. We won't be using police to do this no more. We won't cancel flights. We won't. Yeah. Yeah. Why take $2.5 billion to learn that lesson instead of, you know, bloody well, I think guy? I, I'm, you know, they usually offer money to get people. Well, they the did plane. offer. They offered them up to $1,000. But Make the flight too. wasn't to the yeah. Like it, like if instead of dragging a passenger off the plane, like just make make it the offer sweet. Like Man, okay, what plane full of people didn't want a grand? Well, How so fast would you have been? I'd been off. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, yeah I'll take I, his I, too. Unfortunately, we would not have made it to a thousand. I'm almost wishing like I'd had all my family. I need a yeah. thousand for the whole yeah. five of us. Uh, yep. <laughs> And we're good. We don't good. have to call the cops or anything. We'll walk off of here. Mm-hmm. But man, all the memes are. Have you oh, seen those? man. Did you see somebody made a United commercial? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's impressive. Dude, the internet does not lose. Like, yeah. I, the internet is undefeated yeah. in regards to slander and, and, yeah. and all of the above. And so, it, yeah. United, y'all got to do better. That is, that is. Now, ironically, I saw a post today that said, if you were in the travel, United is probably the best place to fly right now because they tickets hella cheap. <laughs> the planes are empty. <laughs> got lots of space. You may get thrown right. off. <laughs> Actually, no, you won't get thrown off. You won't off get thrown off. Lots of space. Mm-hmm. You may ride with a bunch of other United employees, and they may all be very apologetic or defensive, depending on mm-hmm. how good their customer service training is. <laughs> all right, so if you like this podcast, we're going to ask you to do one small favor, and that is to share this podcast with three people that you know. Preferably business owners or experts in the industry. Yeah, somebody who could just benefit from learning about digital marketing. There is, we still bump into a lot of people who have been doing internet marketing for a long time who haven't heard of the podcast. And we just believe we're giving a lot of value. Let's just let everybody know about mm-hmm. this podcast. If they're in any aspect of internet marketing, boom, send it to them. If they make websites, if they do SEO, if they do TPC. Yeah, I got something for you. Dig this. Um, if you like the article we just did, tag Nate. Absolutely. He's at Nate SEO. Tell him uh, eWeb Results just went in on his article, um, and he should check it out. Yep. That would be very, very cool. Um, look, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet... The internet. Call eWeb Results for increased revenue in your business. We have a program that is called... Instant leads. Leads, 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 leads. Guaranteed. It's actually fun to do that. People call in from the podcast and I'm like, and part of you know, part of our script is and we've got a program called Instant Leads, Leads, Leads. leads. Guaranteed. <laughs> Gets a good chuckle. Um, yeah, that that program is focused on sending pay-per-click traffic to highly targeted. Yes, we do SEO, and mm-hmm. this is where you get instant leads guaranteed, because we know that SEO doesn't provide that. Yeah, SEO will not provide you instant leads. It'll provide you great leads over time. Yep. Uh, And better than PPC, Mm -hmm. guaranteed, right? Um, So drive that traffic, that PPC traffic to a highly optimized web page, web conversion page, uh, and get you instant leads. Lead, lead, lead. Guaranteed. 
Let's see. If you are networking in Houston, you need to make sure that you go to upsocialnetwork.com and join me. Uh, it's a blast. You can uh, go to facebook.com slash upsocialnetwork and connect. Uh, maybe upsocial live on Facebook, yeah, because uh, that's kind of the broadcast arm of it. We broadcast that live uh, at least once a week, sometimes twice a week, Tuesdays and or th- Tuesdays and or Thursdays. Um, Let's see. We are filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. Um, You can get a transcript, audio, and video of our podcast at our website, eWebResults.com. We are the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. That is because of all of you all. Thank you all very much. Appreciate it. We do appreciate it. Uh, Until the next podcast, and and this is for here uh, for us, it's Easter weekend. uh, So we're out Friday, and then everybody who celebrates Easter weekend, enjoy the weekend. If you don't celebrate it, enjoy the weekend. You just don't get (laughs) Friday off, probably. Um, Until the next podcast, my name's Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Balance check, balance check, 369. Uh, SEO podcast, 369. Tomorrow, good Friday, so we chose another time. We're talking content. You know what I mean? Because content is still king. Let's go. SEO podcast, 369. King.